societal pressure to always look a certain way, it's going to be there in some regard. I don't care if you're, you know, 18 or if you're 88, it's going to be there in some regard. But I also know too, you have to know what makes you happy. And this is why confidence and mindset and self-worth all of these things matter so, so much, not just in business. Uh, like, yes, I do a lot of business, but also too personal. I truly do believe the best way to have a successful business is to be a successful human, to feel so good about yourself that you're unwavering and you're willing to do whatever it takes in your business. Those are the people who are going to have the most success. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today it's a solo, just me. I am here going to talk about something that my assistant and I were talking about the other day, which is societal pressures. Oh my gosh, this episode is going to resonate with so many people because I feel like there's like four or five massive societal pressures that I actually believe are complete bullshit. And my assistant and I were talking about it the other day. So massive shout out to, I call her my assistant, but honestly, she is like my life partner, my business partner, the person who like helps me do everything that I do. I, uh, this isn't the first time I've said it. I work a fuck ton. I work a lot. And I will tell you, I can't do half the shit I do without Ricky. She is basically my online business manager. I call her my assistant, but she basically takes care of everything that I actually have no clue how to do and more. And so she and I were on one of our weekly calls catching up about what we had to do. And I was like, how was your weekend and all the things. And she's like, Christina. And we started talking about the pressure that so many people feel. And especially women, this probably will resonate with a lot more women than guys, but I think guys are going to resonate with a lot of these things too. And I'm super, super grateful that I've actually had so many men tell me that they listen to the podcast. So shout out to my guys. What up guys? You can always decide it's your turn as well. And so today I wanted to talk about the five, four or five, I think one of them actually kind of goes together, but four or five massive societal like pressures that we all experience at some time or another. And I have pretty much called bullshit on all of them. Um, especially now that over the past, you know, 10, 12 years of my life, I've been changing my life and changing my mind and building my confidence and doing all the things. And a ton of my clients have been doing the exact same thing, but these things still, still exist. And so today I just wanted to kind of give you my take on them. I'd love to know your take as well. So please, 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 if this episode resonates with you and you guys are like a listener of this podcast, the greatest pleasure <laughs> I would have from you is for you to share it, share it with a friend, like literally give me a five-star review if you enjoy it. 
Um, if you could leave me a comment as well on wherever you listen to the podcast, because honestly, you guys, I really want this podcast to, you know, explode. I want this podcast to like help people. I am doing these on a week to week basis, not really for myself, to be honest with you. I just want to add value to this world. And that's what I get to do. I was actually on a call. This is such a tangent, but hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Uh, I was actually on a call with my coach this morning and we were talking about uh, a woman that I follow and I really respect. She's actually been on the podcast before. She launched one of her programs and she literally had thousands and thousands of um, post-it notes all over her wall. You guys know I'm here for a great post-it note. And what that was, was the names of the people that were in her newest program. And I literally cried at five o'clock in the morning. I was like, holy shit. So shout out to Jordan Lee Dooley. That is like amazing. Such hashtag goals in life to literally get to impact that many people. And she's done it so beautifully over the years. And she had thousands of people in her latest uh, program. But if you don't know Jordan, go follow her. She's been on the podcast. All of that to be said, and I actually don't know if her episode's been out yet. So whatever, I'm a little ahead of the times. Here we are. But all of that to be said, the coolest thing ever is the massive impact. And whether or not I work with thousands of people in my programs right now, I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching, my masterminds and my Decide It's Your Turn network, which I'm hoping to build to thousands and thousands of people over the next couple of years. It's just really amazing when you get to impact a bunch of people. And that's really why I do this podcast. I really want to impact a bunch of people. I swear to you, I spend thousands and thousands of dollars to put this podcast together. Uh, at the current time, I have zero sponsorships, as you guys know, so there's no interruptions. And so my biggest joy would be for you to share this with someone. So there's my little plug. Let's go into the uh, societal pressures and perhaps hopefully this podcast, if you share it with someone or share it on your social media or even just text it to someone, um, it will be a big help to someone. So the big societal pressures, these are the pressures that I think most of us experience at some point in our time, in our lives. And I know I fucking have for sure. Okay, the number one, having kids and getting married. Getting married and having kids. I mean, let's be honest. There are some times where you're not even married and people skip already to the kids. When are you going to have kids? Well, shit, I'm not even married yet. For those who may or may not know, my husband and I have been together for quite some time now. We've been together, gosh, it'll be like almost 18 years this fall, which is insane. But we've only been married 10 years. So that means that there was a good eight years that we weren't married. So during that period of time, I mean, the pressure is massive, right? Like, when are you getting married? What's wrong with you? And people don't even take your relationship seriously. Like, part of me would never want to get married just to appease someone else. But there was moments in time where I was like, fuck, let's just get married so people can like actually validate that we're in a good relationship and this isn't just dating and we aren't just fucking friends living in each other. That's funny, fucking friends. Ha, huh, that's so funny. Anyway, I'm not even good at those things, but I just, that just came out naturally. Hello, um, I'm not funny. I'm not a funny person. But all that to be said is, you know, the societal pressures to get married, especially where I live in the Southern United States. I mean, if you weren't married by like 22, there was something wrong with you. And my husband, uh, when we first got together, Nathan was, oh gosh, I don't even know how old he was. He was 29, I think, when we first got together. 
yeah, 29. I don't know. I, I don't even know how, how old he was, but he was young and I was really young. There's seven years between us. And so um, what was wrong with both of us for not getting married? And Nathan will tell you, and I'm so blessed to have such an amazing husband. Nathan will tell you that if we would have never gotten married, he truly does believe we'd still be together today. And I'm 100% on board with that. Our story of why we actually got married, neither one of us wanted to get married. Um, I was probably more so on the I don't want to get married than he does. He probably... Uh, maybe that's not true. I probably wanted to get married a little bit more than he did. I definitely didn't want to have kids. He was like, I really don't want to get married. I'll maybe have kids. But no, we did end up getting married. We definitely did not have kids. So I think I ended up winning on that deal. But I will tell you, there was not one day, and he'll tell you actually the truth as well. There wasn't one day where I forced him to get married. It was just, it wasn't just a thing. There was a, a health issue that came up with someone in his family. And I watched that person's spouse take care of that, all of the decisions in the hospital that weekend. And that was the first time in my life I thought, holy shit, I want Nathan to be that person for me. And I want to be that person for Nathan. I don't want anyone else making any decisions for me. And that was how and why we decided to get married. And we were engaged a few months after that and married a year after that. So that was kind of like our epiphany moment. And it came from zero society pressures whatsoever. And I think when you're confident in who you are and what you believe, it's so much easier to not like cave to societal pressures. And I will, I will tell you, you know, people always wonder like, what do you need first? Whether it's, you know, building the life that you love or building the business that you love. And I, I truly, truly, truly believe that you can have all the strategy in the world. You can have all the roadblocks ahead of you, but if you do not have the confidence, you're fucked. And when it comes to the societal pressures, confidence is going to be your number one thing in staying true to what you believe and listening to yourself over what everyone else has to tell you about the thing that you're fucking doing. Because everyone has an opinion. They're like assholes. Everyone has one. So you better be true to what you believe. And I think that that's why confidence in deciding what's your turn in life is really, really important. So, you know, the getting married thing, the having kids thing. Holy shit, you guys know, if you're a listener, I've actually recorded a podcast on why we chose not to have children. Um, and I talked a lot about the societal pressures of having kids. I mean, let's be honest. I am a woman who is married, who has the ability to have children, who has probably the finances to have children, and I've chosen not to have children. And that is a huge pressure. People think that there is something wrong with me most times. I actually am very open with saying, by choice, because most people would probably believe nowadays, you know, a lot of people struggle with infertility that I probably am struggling. So I am the first person to put it out there. Nope, no struggle. <laughs> I, well, maybe I have, I have no idea, but I do not want to help ch have children by choice. And I think it's really, really helpful for me to be strong in that for my own decisions, because there is some people that feel the burden to have children by a certain age, even if they're unsure. Now, this isn't speaking for everyone. So, you know, don't get your panties in the wad here. But for certain people, they feel the pressure to have to get married, to have to have children. Like the shooting on ourselves in this society is, is so crazy. And I am one to tell you that like I shitted on myself 
for much of my life. And I will tell you now, the happiest I've ever been is when I do things because I want to do them, not because I should be doing them or because society tells you you should be doing it. You can 100%, and I am living, breathing proof, you 100% can be happy and fulfilled, not being married and not having children. Like if that is what you want, 100% your happiness does not depend on you being married and you having children. Now, is that, will that make your mother happy or your mother-in-law happy or, you know, your best friend happy? Who fucking knows? But at the end of the day, 100%, you can be happy. You can be in a committed relationship without having children and without being married. I will tell you, I wasn't the same person the first eight years of our relationship together. So it's very hard for me to say that I was just as happy eight years not being married as I have the 10 years that I have been married, because that is just a very hard thing because the last 10 years of my life, I'm a completely different person versus the first eight years of my relationship. But I will tell you, if I, I truly do believe to my core that if I were the same person here today without being married, I would be just as happy in my relationship. However, that being said, I am truly so grateful that I am married. Like, I love saying that Nathan's my husband. I love saying that I am married to this man and I love being married. Like, I, it does feel a little bit more official to me, but I will tell you, like, I don't, think that any relationship, I don't think age, I don't think the time in relationship, and I don't think the status of a relationship makes a relationship better or worse. Nathan and I have been together 18 years. That sounds great, but guess what? There could be people who have a, a one-year relationship that's not married that have a better relationship with us. And we all know it's fucking true that there's people who've been married 80 years that probably should have been married 80 months, right? Like, let's be honest. And so I don't think age matters in the length of a relationship matters. And I don't think a piece of paper matters. It really matters about the relationship itself. So that's the first pressure I would tell you. Don't do anything unless it's a yes from you and not what everyone else says. And that, you know, it helps to be confident in your decision. It helps to have facts that actually back up your decision. I think it's really important. I, I heard that at a, I was at a conservative women's convention and someone said, it's hard to fight with someone who has facts to back up their decisions. And I think that that was brilliant. <laughs> it was really, really smart. So have the facts and be confident in knowing that like, why don't you want to have children at this point, if ever? And why do you not want to be married? And proof that your relationship is just fucking fine without the marriage, <laughs> without the piece of paper. Okay, the second societal pressure that I think comes up for so many people. This is a big one, right? Being perfect and doing all the fucking things. We as women, oh my God, we have a lot on our plate. And I am the first person to tell you, my plate is super full and I don't have kids. We just talked about that. I am the perfect person to tell you. Even right now, I feel like there's pressure to do all the things and like keep a perfect house, keep a perfect business, have a perfect relationship, look a certain way, like Perfect, perfect, perfect. Keep everything clean and tidy and on time and never miss an appointment and schedule everything into our into our our schedules. <laughs> that was kind of weird, but schedule everything on the planet like that we can possibly do. Every dinner, every weekend, everything. 
And I'm telling you, it is so fucking tiring sometimes to try to feel to be perfect. Try to feel that you have to be perfect and do all the things for every single person. I want this today to give you the permission and the grace to screw what it says in society. You guys, for those who do not know, I don't have children and I'm very open about this. I have people that clean my house. I have people that clean my car. I have people that do my laundry. I have people that go to the post office for me. I have people that do our, <laughs> this, this is a, quite a long list. I have people that do the lawn and I now have someone who cooks my food. Like I have all the fucking things. So if you're putting the pressure on yourself to tell yourself that you have to do all the things in order to be worthy or validated or a good mom or a good wife or a good business owner or all the things, I'm giving you like the biggest permissions left, which you don't need from me, but I'm just telling you my, my side of the story that 100% delegate, get that shit off your plate and you are no better or no worse than, than I if you do all the things. I grew up in a family where, you know, if you wanted to do all the things right, you wanted to do everything right, you wanted to do it all yourself. And then at the end of the day, what happened? You wanted to feel validated. You wanted everyone to tell you you're fucking awesome and amazing because that's where you got your worth from, right? I was the same way for so many years. If I did all the things, looked all the ways and accomplished all the things, I felt like, well, I'll be worthy and I'll be loved. I am here to tell you today, me sitting on my ass on the couch, I am just as worthy as when I accomplish all the things. And there's some days where I'm happy to do all the things, but there's other days that I would rather not be a fucking mess at the end of my day and feel like a normal human being. And I 100% can delegate all of those things. And it doesn't make me any less of a woman, any less of a wife, any less of a business owner, any less of all of those things. It actually made me fucking happier that I don't have to do that shit. So I learned a long time ago from one of my mentors. He said, if it doesn't bring you joy, if it doesn't bring you income, delegate it. And there's often times where we all can't afford to do all those things and don't have the luxury to do all those things. I haven't always had the luxury to be able to delegate all of those things. But I will tell you, it's fucking awesome that I do. And I love when I help my clients figure out a way to yes in the same way, whether that is, you know, trading off or whatever it is. Most of my clients, I help them figure out a way to delegate certain things off their plate. So the pressure of feeling like they have to do it themselves, they don't fucking have to do anymore. Like, it's amazing. Like, my clients and I love winning when they are like, yes, I no longer clean. I'm no longer doing my own laundry. I hired someone to do this, like freaking epic magic. And so I am telling you that the society pressure tells you, you should be doing all of those things. Here am I encouraging all of my clients and myself to do fucking less. And it's amazing. And society would tell you that like, I may be lesser than. Guess what? I'm fucking happier than. <laughs> I will tell you, I'm like, it brings me so much fucking joy when my laundry is like done. And my, like, I've just recently had someone starting to like cook meals for us. Oh my God, it is magical. Like, I've never smiled so much in my life. This is fucking the most magical thing ever. Why in the world have I not thought about this before? But I will tell you, in the back of my brain, I kind of felt like, well, you know, my husband works all day. 
I do work all day as well, but like I should be cooking dinner. Well, fuck that. You know what? I feel so great at the end of the day when my husband walks through the door and I'm not like being a bitch because I'm tired because I've worked all day because like I've been up since 4 a.m. and I've been on client calls for nine hours and I've been emailing this and planning that and doing all the things. I feel so much better when my husband can walk through the door and I pull the food that's already cooked out of the fridge and I can actually ask him how his day is and sit down with him and actually eat it instead of like setting it in front of him and going to have a shower because I'm so fucking tired and all I want to do is just shut up. So that is just like the pressure that people put on themselves to do these things when you're putting the pressure on yourself to get yourself the validation that you don't actually fucking need. I am just as good of a wife, if not better. He's happier. I'm happier. Plus, I'm not eating a meal out of a box or going out for dinner. Like, it's a win-win-win. So, like, I'm just giving you all the permission in the world to choose joy and happiness over the pressure of feeling like you have to do all the freaking things. And this is another one, too, and it kind of goes along with this one. Again, don't have children. But I hear all of these parents say all the time they put so much pressure on themselves to go to every game, coach every game, go to every weekend ball game that's here and go to every dance practice that's here and all the things. Now, obviously, I've never once tried to give recommendations on parenting stuff because I don't have kids. It's not my responsibility. I truly do believe that every parent is doing the best that they can. But I also want you to hear this. If you are a parent who feels like you have to do all of the things and you make yourself feel bad about it, you're honestly harming yourself. I do believe that one of the greatest things that I do in my business and helping my clients is giving them the external perspective. And I've been doing this for a long time and I've worked with a lot of women who are definitely high achievers, who want to live a more balanced life, want to feel like they're doing a better job like in their lives. You know, not every person I work with has a business. You know, most people come to me because they want to build confidence. They want to have an amazing life. And I help them get the clarity and the mindset, all the things to do that. But one of the things that I hear from women all the time is the pressure that they put on themselves to do all the things for all their kids, for all the, for all the kids, for all the ways, right? And I'm telling you, one of the best things that you can possibly do is show up for your kids in the best version of yourself. And sometimes that means that you don't go to every game and you don't try to be perfect and you don't try to like make every lunch and do everything possible for all your kids to where you're so worn down that you don't even have time for yourself. Because when you do that, your kids know. One of the greatest things that I, and I could probably cry about it, I would have loved because I had the most amazing mom on the planet who did all of the things. But now she doesn't really know how to take care of herself as well. And one of the greatest things that I could possibly imagine is a mom being in her best and highest self, taking care of herself and showing up to take care of her kids the best way that she possibly can, instead of trying to do all the things to where they're worn out. Like your kids know that you're trying to do the best that you possibly can, but like when you're worn out, they can tell. And trust me, missing one game so you can go do something for yourself or you can take time to like sit on the couch and have a glass of wine and like watch a trashy television show. And but then showing up as the better self, the better version of a mom, 
Trust me, your kids want you to be happy. And when you're trying to do all the things and go to all the events and all the showers and all the games, they can tell you're worn out. So I promise you, your kids want you to be happy. They want you to be happy more than they probably think they care that you're at all their games. They want their parents to be happy. That is my number one goal in life. It's why I work so fucking hard sometimes is to make sure that my family is okay. And you pushing yourself and hustling and trying to do all of the things sometimes is detrimental. So perhaps you needed to hear that today. I hope that that helped you. So that was number two slash three there of being perfect and doing all the things and giving yourself so much permission to like not have to do all the things. And you are so worthy and so amazing and such a beautiful parent and person by even not doing all the things like you are just as worthy sitting your ass on the couch every once in a while. And I need that reminder too. So I'm just telling you like, None of this is because I'm perfect. It's just my journey and I'm learning and I'm, who knows, I might be one step ahead of you or I might be 10 steps behind you, but perhaps you needed that reminder today. So let me know, obviously, like send me a message. You know, I also, you guys, uh, you can fast forward and remind it or rewind this if you need it. But I have a text message list where I send out, you know, the links to the podcast. And I also send you, you know, motivation throughout the week. I answer every single one of my text messages or personally, you guys. My number is 501-222-3262. I'm like, what is my phone number? 3262. Do you guys know your phone number if you're not texting it all the time? Anyway, it's in their show notes. Come see me on social media. You can find it. Send me a text. And I promise you, if this is resonating, I want to hear it. I want to hear from you. I want to personally connect with you. Are you one of the many people each month that tell me they can't find a tribe of like-minded people who are ready to decide it's their turn? If so, I have the absolute solution for you. It's the Decide It's Your Turn Network, a tribe of like-minded, high-vibe humans who are ready to thrive in life and business. It's a community off social media in its own private app where I come in and teach twice a month live, taking your questions, connecting you with amazing humans from around the globe, all for less than $100 a month. The Decide It's Your Turn Network. You guys, check out the show notes. Find the link, christinalacure.com forward slash network. So the next one, oh, this is a big one. And I struggled with this one so much. And I didn't want to start with it because, you know, so many people have so many fucking opinions about this. But like, let's be honest, in society, there's a massive pressure to look a certain way. There's a massive pressure to look a certain way, to show up as a certain way, to like have a certain personality. Like there is, it just fucking is facts, guys. I'm not, it, it, it just is what it is. It's the world that we live in. And if this is, you know, touchy for you, I apologize. I'm not saying anything. Yes, no, up, down. I have struggled with an eating disorder, like for a massive part of my life. I'm so grateful for the last seven or eight years. I have been like, so in alignment and I just feel so fucking blessed that I've been able to get over that. But I will say I still have days where I'm like, fuck, I wish I was the double zero that I used to be. And I wish I used to have the ass that I used to be. And I, you know, even still, like I struggle. I got wrinkles, a lot of them. I use Botox, fuck yes. And I'm actually thinking about getting filler. Do not judge. Um, I'm actually probably late to the game. But there is this pressure. There is this pressure to show up in a certain way. There is this pressure to like 
you know, look a certain way. It is what it is. It, it's just life, right? And I'm not telling you that your worth is based upon those things, but there is a pressure we all feel to like look a certain way. I don't want to let myself go because I know I want to feel my best self. Now, am I quote unquote, could I be letting myself go the way I look right now? Absolutely. Could I be letting myself go a hundred pounds lighter or a hundred pounds more? Absolutely. It's all what you believe it to be. But I also know I want to show up as my best self. I feel better when I'm healthy. I now work out and I can tell you this from the bottom of my core from a person who used to have such issues with body image. I truly work out now because it makes me feel better. Like it clears my head. Like I don't work out near what I used to work out, but I will tell you, I love pushing myself. I like the hard, I actually want to do some sort of like competition because I love that grind. I love pushing myself. I love knowing that I can do a hard thing. I love getting to this next level. But for me, I just, I know that like, I just want to show up in a decent way. I want to be healthy. I want to move my body. You know, a body in motion stays in motion. And the older we get, the more that that matters. Like I broke my arm or my elbow a few weeks ago. And I will tell you, I never want to break shit. I want to always be active. I want to be like my 86 year old neighbor, Joyce, who walks every single day, bends over in the garden, could probably run if she needed to. So that is why I want to show up. But the societal pressure to always look a certain way, it's going to be there in some regard. I don't care if you're, you know, 18 or if you're 88, it's going to be there in some regard. But I also know too, you have to know what makes you happy. And this is why confidence and mindset and self-worth, all of these things matter so, so much, not just in business. Uh, like, yes, I do a lot of business, but also too, personal. I truly do believe the best way to have a successful business is to be a successful human, to feel so good about yourself that you're unwavering and you're willing to do whatever it takes in your business. Those are the people who are going to have the most success in business. So that's why I always say that, you know, I never labeled myself as a business coach. It's more of like a confidence and success coach, because when you have yourself in alignment, that's when your business thrives. I, I find it hard to do both. Can you do it? Yes, but you know, it's that yin and yang, like you need some sort of balance there. So there is so much pressure to look a certain way, but like once you know who you are and you know your worth and you're confident in yourself, there is people who have so much confidence that weigh 200 pounds more than me. And then there's people who have so much confidence that weigh 50 pounds lighter than me or that have way more wrinkles than me or whatever it is. I'm not going to pretend that I don't feel like I'm a really blessed person. I'm the first person to put it out there. I am athletic. I'm, you know, I'm not completely beat. Like I look pretty decent, but I also think too, that like I can radiate confidence now. And I think that is one of like, I can actually get emotional about it because like before it was never, it was so focused on image and what people would think. And now it's like, I just want to show up. I want people to say, oh my God, she is so much more pretty inside than she is outside. Because that inside shit, that's going to stay with me for a really long time. The outside, it's fading fast, folks. But all of that to be said is like looking a certain way. When you're confident in yourself and when you're like who you are, and this isn't only even about physical appearance, guys. There's a lot of people that struggle with 
like the internal stuff, right? The anxiety, the depression, all of those things. When you're confident in yourself and you know you're working on yourself, you can say, hey, yeah, I'm not normal. Like I have had a ton of shit in my life and I'm working on it and I'm showing up the best that I possibly can here today. And I'm okay with that. And knowing that like you don't have to be quote unquote a certain way, we all have shit, every single one of us. If you are following someone on social media who doesn't tell you that they have one fucking problem in your life, you might as well unfollow them right now because that is not true. It's just not possible. We all have something, whether it's you know physical, mental, financial, emotional, whatever. But when you can be confident in yourself and you can tune in the society pressure to like be normal or look a certain way or show up a certain way or dress a certain way or speak a certain way, it all goes away when you can, it doesn't go away. I don't want to say that it doesn't go away, but you can deal with it better. You can come back to like who you are and the confidence of who you are and your worthiness and how you show up and the self-esteem and all of those things. It just makes it a lot easier. I'm not going to tell you it goes away. I still struggle with some of those pressures, but fuck, I'm like, I'm 86% here, folks. And for me, that's amazing considering I was probably 0.86 for a lot of my life. All right. So the next one, the next one I think is really good. This is probably the last one that I can think of. And I'd love to know what yours are. Like, let's talk about this thing. Let's create some sort of narrative so we can like stop, we can bust open these society pressures and we can call bullshit on them, right? The perfect relationship and the perfect family. That's the other one. There is no fucking thing as a perfect family and a perfect relationship, you know? And how do you prove that? Just get, just get married. <laughs> you blend two families together and you're like, what? I swear to God, we did Christmas this way. We communicate this way. We do dinner this way. And you're like, mind is like fucking blown when someone does something different. Like when someone wakes up on Christmas morning at like 10 and you're like, I'm so fucking confused here. We used to wake up at like four in the morning. Like what's happening? Or like one family dinner is like, and I'm not going to call out either side of like, my family or my husband's family, but like one family dinner is like, here's food, help yourself, let's go like chill out. And then the other one is like a 19 course meal with like seven different types of appetizers, all in different ways. And it's like literally 10 o'clock by the time you're actually getting a salad, little on the main entree. I'm gonna let you decide which which family's which. <laughs> all of that to be said, like there's no perfect family and no perfect marriage and no perfect friendship. I mean, I think that that's just a pressure that we all feel like, oh, that they have a perfect marriage. They have a perfect family. Guys, that is all some hardcore bullshit. And that is society pressure that you're putting on yourself, but it's not even fucking real. There is not one family on the planet that is like, perfect. There's not one relationship on the fa- on the planet that is perfect. Nathan and I, I, I will say, I truly do believe I have one of the greatest marriages on the planet, but I promise you, we have done tons of therapy. We communicate all the time. We work on each other all the time. We work on ourselves all the time. We, we do all of the things all of the time. You know, it's like a hundred, a hundred, not 50, 50, a hundred. It's a hundred, a hundred. Like we're both all in and we are far from perfect. We have arguments 
all the time. I want to murder him. He snores. He wants to murder me. I ask so many questions. And like the minute he comes through the door, I, you guys, 18 years later, I literally still within three minutes of him coming home, I still ask him so many questions. And like, I don't give him that breathing room once he comes home. I try to remember, but I'm not perfect at it. There's no perfect relationship and there's no perfect family either. You guys, I promise you, like how many of you guys are in like relationships, maybe an early relationship where you're like, oh my God, there's no way that I can let this person know that my family is so fucked up because their family is so perfect. Trust me, they're all fucked up. They're just in different ways fucked up. <laughs> I promise you that it is, there is no such thing. So if you are putting the pressure on yourself to have a perfect family and a perfect marriage and perfect kids, oh, that's gotta be a huge one too. How could I have left that out? Perfect kids, right? You all think that there's like these perfect families with these perfect kids, they're so well-behaved, they look a certain way, they're smart at school. I don't know what's happening behind their doors, but I will tell you for damn sure, do not put the pressure on yourself because that does not exist. It is not real. It is not real. We're all trying to do the best that we can. And if you're listening to this podcast or someone shared this podcast with you, I am here to tell you that you are trying to do the work because you would not be listening to this podcast if you did not want to be improving yourself, if you did not want to better yourself. If you did not want to decide it's your turn, if you didn't want to grow your confidence, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, which I'm super grateful that you are. So you are doing the work. You are growing. You are taking action on your life. Decision, faith, and action, you guys, it's going to change everything in your whole entire life. Like I've said it a thousand times in this podcast, and I'll probably say it a thousand times again. The pressure that you're putting on yourself to be perfect is probably the most detrimental thing you're doing. Are you deciding? Are you taking action? Are you having faith? Are you building your confidence? Do you know that you're trying your best most fucking days? You guys, my whole like barometer of my day and how I show up in my life is my integrity of when I go to bed at night, am I concerned about society or can I go to bed at the end of the night and go, you know what, Christina? You did pretty much all you can do. I don't ever go, did I do everything that I can do? Because no, I didn't. But when I lay my head on the pillow at night, I know who I am. I know what I stand for. And if I fucked up, I'm willing to say it. If I'm, I'm always, I'm always checking. Am I so concerned about like what everyone else is doing, society? Or am I going to bed at night knowing that, you know what, Christina, you did a pretty damn good job. You know who you are. You're confident. You stand up for what you believe in. Because if I do that, I really am not failing, guys. I'm, I'm always going to figure it out. I'm not perfect. I have bad days. I make bad decisions, but I'm always willing to make it right. I'm always willing to get to yes. I'm always willing to take the action. And I know what's right for me. I know inside what's right for me. And when that's off, I'm going to figure out how to change it. Because I'm sure shit not going to listen to, you know, Kathy next door, Karen on the internet you know, someone in my family or whatever, if it's out of alignment for me. And that takes a lot of confidence, guys. And that's why I say confidence is such a big, big part of success. And confidence is such a big part of having a great life. Because I promise you, it's who you surround yourself with. It's the confidence. It's the willingness to take action. It's faith, decision, all of the things. Society pressures are always going to be there. They've been there since day one. 
and they're going to be there <laughs> probably till the end. And let me tell you, it is a hell of a lot easier to be able to go, screw the noise, screw what everyone else thinks, screw what I'm shooting on myself, I should be doing, and do what it is that you want to do and decide that it is your turn. You guys, I hope you love today's episode. Like I said, please always share it. Give me the feedback, send me a text message. I'm so unbelievably grateful that I get to do this every single day and I love y'all. I appreciate it and have a fabulous day. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.